Hey guys, welcome back to the Friction Health Show. So excited to have you here today. We have a very special guest, and I know I say that a lot, but this one's very special. He's the legend, the TikTok legend, Dr. Jordan Estrada, aka Dr. Remix, is on the podcast today. He has amassed a cr crazy amount of followers during a short amount of time during COVID. So he has over 1.3 million followers on TikTok, over 240K followers on Instagram, and it's just just beginning. It's still growing and growing. What he does, he remixes popular trendy songs and makes them into helpful tips that you can do to help with your pain, um, pain, mobility issues that you might have. And so he does this re really creatively. And I just wanted to give you guys just a quick kind of um, introduction to some of his songs. If you haven't heard it before, this is what it sounds like. So you're backwards? Yeah, I'm a Cairo. I'll show you how to stretch it. Sit up, leg up, bend it. Hold for 30 seconds. Then switch it. I'm a Cairo. So you're So that right there is one of his most popular songs. It's called I'm a Cairo has over 17 million views and we're going to have a great time learning about how he gets on TikTok, how he uploads his songs, how he re remixes them and his um, aspirations to be a musician uh, at some time in the future. So hope you enjoy this episode. If you have any comments, please leave them below and we'll see you in the next one. All right. We're live. Another episode. Hey. We have the legend, the legend, Dr. Jordan Estrada, AKA Dr. Remix. You've probably seen him on your social media feeds, um, all over Instagram, all over Facebook, all over TikTok. And uh, I'm so excited to dive in with you, Doc. Doc, thanks so much for coming on today. Hey, thank you so much for that, um, that kind and too, that awesome introduction. Too kind to me. Very humble. Yeah. Well, so everyone who hasn't heard of Dr. Remix, I don't know who that is because everyone has heard of you at this point. But um, tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started in the physical medicine, chiropractic space, and uh, just what kind of things that you're into as far as rehab mobility and stretches go. You got it. So let's backtrack. So um, getting into chiropractic was something I kind of stumbled upon after, first of all, after a deadlift injury. Okay. That was kind of the first thing that led to it where I had a lower back injury where um, at that time, my mom was working for a chiropractor doing medical billing for, and she said, hey, try out this chiropractor. I honestly had no idea who a chiropractor was. I, I thought it was something, uh, I'm just going to say, be honest about it. I thought it was something in real estate. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, <laughs> but I'll try it. And um, little be, lo and behold, that when I went to the chiropractor, you know, they were able to fix me. I was kind of like, whoa, like they did that, you know, they did it quickly too. And um, I was just didn't, I, it was kind of hard for me to adjust that. I was like, wow, like, I didn't think there was something like this out there that could fix, um, you know, these types of injuries. So um, that really changed my, shall I say, trajectory of where I wanted to go um, in, shall I say, healthcare, because I was planning to go the pre-med route, because that's what my parents told me. Most traditional Asian parents are like to say, get a college degree, <laughs> be a lawyer, be a doctor, engineer, whatever it be. But um, yeah, and then that's where I went to. Uh, from there on, I applied to several chiropractic colleges, and New York Chiropractic College was where I went to. And you, oh, you went to New York Chiropractic College? Yes, sir. I didn't know that. What a what a city is that? That's over in that's a, it's, so it's between Rochester and Syracuse. So they would consider it most people consider it upstate New York. Wow, but you're from Houston, right? Or, um, I live in Houston. I'm actually from Virginia. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, you're, so, you're on the other part of uh, 
<laughs> part that I'm not familiar with at all. That's so, awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I was on. So I grew up in Northern Virginia. Um, I was born in Hawaii, but I spent most of my life in the Northern Virginia region. All my elementary, high school, undergrad, and then New York was actually my first step, kind of, in during school outside of Virginia. Awesome. And so, growing mm -hmm. up, did you play a lot of sports? Is that how you got into the sports medicine world? With the um, I would tell you. Um, I, let's see, let's go. I played a lot of basketball growing up, soccer, nice. and then track and field. Those are, right. I, I wasn't, you know, um, no all-star, but those are the sports I played. And then now I just play basketball for fun because I don't have the game anymore. Awesome. I'd love to come play some basketball with you sometime. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, you play too? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I get hurt all the time. <laughs> That's why I, I kind of got in this field. I actually, my experience is actually similar to you. I actually uh, had a deadlift injury my senior year of college. Okay to a chiropractor he fixed me up i think you know four or five visits i thought it was awesome that he owned his own practice and it really appealed to me and i'd always thought about it didn't really make that leap and so as soon as i graduated it didn't be sales you know i wanted to be a pharmaceutical rep at the time or you know wanted to get an mba so then i say chiropractic and get a and get a doctorate help other people that's what i want to do so that's kind of how my journey led to hey, this kind of in a, a similar space yes exactly exactly um so Let's get down to what everyone wants to know is, how did you get started on TikTok? Were you on social media before TikTok? What made that jump for you to get this massive uh, you have today? <laughs> um, so I started, let's backtrack. When I actually started um, with Rosti, I was, um, I opened up my first Instagram account, which is kind of based on my um, fitness uh, you know, my fitness stuff that I did back in college, no pain, more gains. I just stuck with it just because it was easy, it's kind of cool, maybe a brand in the future. And I was recording just regular stretch videos, you know, exercises with music in the background. I was doing that off and on for like two, two and a half years, two and a half, nice. three years. Um, and it was always for me, like ups and downs, you know, just to me kind of came to the point where I enjoyed them, but it came to like, it felt more like a chore to me. So, uh, fast forward to about maybe about eight, nine months ago when I picked up TikTok. First of all, when I got TikTok, I was addicted to it. You know, uh, you know how it is. It's addicting for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So you, those first, like say month or two, I'm just like flipping through it. And then I came to the realization, I was like, you know, I already do, you know, all this stuff on Instagram. Why don't I just try to translate it over to TikTok and try to abide to those trends? And I was doing the trendy stuff, trying to stick to that as much as I can. And uh, it was doing decent, whatnot. I was enjoying it. It was definitely doing better than my normal Instagram engagement. However, um, there was this one night, I think it was in April 9th, where, uh, you know, I was, uh, I thought something crazy. I thought I had... Uh, to take a song and remix uh, the lyrics to it. I mean, I've been remixing songs for like off and on my whole life, but this is like the first time I actually thought of, hey, let's make this song that which is actually Savage by Megan Thee Stallion and twist the lyrics around um, to be instructions for a back release stretch. <laughs> and that was that night, that April night. So I recorded that. Um, you know, it didn't take that long to make that one, 30 minutes or so to do the whole thing for that one. With and it was in my back, it was in my bathroom. Nice. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. That's when the and best it, ideas happen, right? <laughs> yeah, in the bathroom. <laughs> You're pondering on the toilet. No, um, but it's like seven, yeah, that was, just, that was my most viral video. Somewhere. 17.4 million, but 
17.4 million. That was during the, the quarantine too, right? That was right when we had the lockdowns, everyone's at home. Uh, I know TikTok was blowing up at that point. Um, how do you how do you make your songs? Is it, is it like on a garage band? Uh, oh yeah, let me tell you. So, um, oh yeah, some backtrack to that. So I had about like two you know two weeks off uh, to get myself tested for COVID. Oh, okay. that's where. So that's why I was pumping out a bunch of TikToks, and that one came came about. But um, where I make so very easy. So um, most of my stuff is actually recorded in my closet because nice. of the audio there's not too much echo or there's kind of an echo here is it too bad here the echo's not too bad here? it's not too bad no okay you just let me know um so uh, i record all my stuff in my closet just because of the uh, less echo and then i use actually my earbuds so earbuds tie them to my it sounds pretty clear right so you tie it to my phone and then i will just hold up the mic close to my mouth and then i will record via um some songs i do garage band from but I also, there's a feature on your phone, the screen record feature, where you can screen record, um, screen record with the mic on. And that's where I record. So it, I record the audio, but it's like a video that pops up. So. Wow, okay, so, that's, that's, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> I'll have to show you sometime so you can start making your own. Um, I'm not. I'm not lyrically inclined. I can't dance. I can't. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I would. I, saw I would it. butcher I saw it so bad. I saw the version of Avocado. Do you have it? Yes. Um, yes. Well, my wife actually asked me. Said, "You have to ask Doctor Estrada if he can teach you how to do a dance at the end of this podcast." So, that that's asking for a miracle. Maybe maybe we'll do it. Maybe we won't. But um, okay, I can start off. I can start off with some of the uh, the TikTok basics. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if, if you, um, uh, towards, I guess, uh, later on, I guess I get, uh, we can talk about mastering the woe. Okay. Sure. You know the woe, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I saw you do, um, the Corvette Corvette. Yeah. Yeah. That, I had to watch for like 30 minutes. So, you know, I can do this. That's fine. Put, <laughs> if I mess up, it'll just be a cute baby. So <laughs> <laughs> you got something to fall back to. Hey man, I got to do. Got to do. Exactly. Um, um, oh, back to the so um, to the uh, the song. So yes, I screen recorded. So every audio I ha or majority of my sounds are all like a video of a screen record, where I'll screen record over a instrumental track, whether it's I have it downloaded or if I have it on YouTube because they have a bunch of instrumentals on YouTube. And then you can what I do is upload them on TikTok privately. And then um, once you have the TikTok privately, then you can click the sound at the bottom and just use that. Oh. So that's how I do it. Um, there's other ways you can do it. I've also uh, ventured off with, you know, putting stuff, because I have some uh, song on Spotify and that with DistroKid, which is the um, membership I have, you can upload music and they'll automatically distribute it to all the streaming platforms and it pops up as a sound on TikTok. So I'm gonna do more original stuff in the, in the future just to have some fun with it. That's amazing. So what's your inspiration when you're making the song? Is it a certain stretch? Is it a question that a patient has asked you and you said, hey, I know this song, it's, it's kind of catchy and I can go with it. What's your inspiration? How does that thought process? So um, I'm like always constantly figure, figuring out like, what song can I remix next? So um, I'm always constantly thinking about, okay, what's trending on TikTok? What sounds have been used a ton on TikTok, what has a trending dance on TikTok. And I'll just try to figure out, okay, if it really fits right uh, for what I do, okay, I'll listen to the song and I'll try it. First, I'll figure out 
hey, what stretch fits that? You know, I'll list the lyrics and I'll be like, what stretch can I fit to those lyrics well without ruining the song too much? Um, and that's one way. Um, there's, I mean, and then I'll look online. I'll, um, there's a couple like YouTube, either chiropractors, physical therapists. I'll look for like certain stretches just to see if there's uh, uh, any ways I can lay this out. Because um, I want to keep everything super uh, simple as much as I can. So uh, if I'm rapping really fast, you know, at least they can follow along with the stretch too. So I just try to um, like the, the a lot of the exercises I do, stretches I do, is very. Um, to me, kind of elementary, but you know, a lot of people they don't know that this in this world don't know that stuff exists. You know? Right, and I love that you're bringing so much exposure to these stretches that I think are essential for so many people. We all sit behind desks, we all have sedentary lifestyles, and that you're helping them because people, you know, long videos, YouTube videos, sometimes don't get the exposure that they that they need or they, that they wish they did. They deserve, yeah. Videos get so much exposure, and people are like, hey, I I have wrist pain. Let me go do this stretch. Doctor Remix just showed me. And that, that kind of trans wants me, leads me to segue is what, um, what stretch or what video have you made that kind of had the biggest impact as far as patients seeing it, um, telling you the relief in the comments. And I know you checking comments is probably like a full-time job at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, what, what stretch has had or video with the stretch has had the most impact that you've seen with patients so far? Um, I think the, so from my video, uh, I think honestly speaking, my very first one, uh, the, uh, the, uh, so your back hurts. <laughs> so, that one so is that, that, that one. I mean, honestly, it's that, um, that, break everything. Um, it's that, you know, seated piriformis figure four stretch. That's, I'll show you real quick. Since it, so that one, um, that one seems, I mean, honestly, uh, with the, uh, when I when I when people do ask for stuff like stretches like that, it's super easy to do. It's convenient. Then it's not too complicated. There's other ways to do that. I have other like variations of it, but a version of that most people do appreciate because some people uh, like uh, majority of the complaints I do get are in the low back region or sciatic region, whatever it is, sciatic or not. But it's in that that one side of your back, and that tends to be the one thing that just allows them to get um, the most out of the relief out of uh, rather than certain just isolated low back stretches. So it kind of gets the low back in the hip. So, right, and it just gets people more educated on hey, I can do a stretch for my low back pain. Whoa, I haven't realized that. Or hey, there's things you can do to counteract the effects of sitting. The you know counterbalance the effects of gravity, and you're doing it. You're doing it in such a great way. And how many? I mean, how many people do you track uh, or can you track where people are following you from? Is it all over the world? I mean, there's a yeah. How, how, what's your reach now? So my reach, so I'm all over the world. Like, well, of course, U.S. is like my like majority with maybe like 50, 60 percent. But then the rest, I got a bunch of um, in like Philippines, um, the U.K., Canada, uh, Australia. So there's that. They all, which is uh, which is really awesome to know, and you know, I would like to cater to them more. Um, but um, that, and then uh, yeah. Um, that's pretty much my reach. And then, um, yeah, is there any other questions? That, that's it. And so <laughs> I, I know that you, you know, you and I both worked for the same company, kind of a leader in soft tissue injuries. And I remember you having a big reach. You're on the news for, you know, what you do. And you said a lot of people were calling in to the call center 
and said, hey, I found Dr. Jordan's TikTok and I want to get an appointment with providers all across, you know, Texas, you know, uh -huh. northern states as well. Um, how many people did you, you know, did people get care from your influence on TikTok? Oh, man, there's a good chunk. Like, <clears throat> I'm trying to backtrack. Uh, once that kind of came out, um, my schedule is filling. Because I would get, like, at least, uh, you know, um, I'd say two to three a week they're adding on. And then um, and add that process, too. So um, I think it was, when was this? this was, that was in September. Uh, our business was, like, we um, were also – because we are at a practice with three other providers and uh, I think we uh, were short on one. So it was already busy for us too. So just hard to fit that in because um, my schedule is filling up. My colleague's schedule, she's already busy. So she's already filled. So um, trying to bring them elsewhere and trying for me to promote that there's other providers in this company out there was like key for me and trying to uh, figure that out. And even to this day too, um, because even when um, that, that news article came out, I was also in the process of transitioning out of, you know, the provider role. Right. So, well, let's talk, let's talk about that. Cause I know, um, I know that you had such a huge following. It was kind of inevitable that you had one or the other cause it, the t you don't have so much time. So how, how is that transition for you? Um, you know, I know you have some things up your sleeve, which we can talk about, but um, cause right now you are, Practicing, still seeing home calls, right? But you are at plans yes. to practice. Is that um, so? Right now, I'm in the midst of yes, developing um, my next practice, which is going to come the later half of 2021. And I honestly don't know where it's going to be at. I know who I'm going to work with, and I'm really excited about that. It's just um, stay tuned. I'll announce the location because we're also trying to figure out where we want to be if it's going to be a uh, practice because you know. Um, the other guy's also a, an influencer chiropractor too. So we want it to be YouTube friendly. We want it to be TikTok friendly. And then of course, a good space for our uh, future uh, patients. Love it, love it. And so to get more clinical, um, I know when you do videos that go viral, you get a ton of questions and you want to answer those questions. How has TikTok in particular helped you grow as a clinician? What have you learned that you might not have learned if you weren't doing these videos like you do? Um, okay, so the biggest thing I learned from, I guess, TikTok, or so, um, I, first of all, TikTok, the types of comments I get are a very vast variety of different uh, walks of life and, you know, education levels, which is really good to know because it allows you to know what people actually know in this world, you know, sure. um, and um, to that, to that fact, um, it's responding to these comments, you know, there's, um, there's a there's a boundary of what I can can't say because of uh, you know as a, li a licensed medical professional you know I can't uh, through comment section I can't give out medical advice so um, it's learning how to deal with that but also uh, you know making sure they they know um, where to go for these things uh, what else I gonna say um, but on regards to all the TikToks I make the I think it's allowed me to demonstrate these uh, these exercises in much of a way for the general public to understand and uh, in so order making it simple making it super simple yeah. <laughs> it's it's very it's it's crazy you know how like what we like because we're, we're doctors here in uh, our education level what we think is simple is 
up there for a lot of people and not to put people down it's just you know we went to school for that like if they were they went to school for their own expertise they would be this high compared to us we'd be low so just to, being able to, to dumb that down takes a lot of um, I would tell you a different mindset so it's really made me kind of like um, you know change how I perceive things um, while trying to maintain the knowledge I have to um, um, so, but the, the music thing does make it a little bit more, and shall I say, uh, attracting to people because, you know, they can, everyone can kind of agree to music. Right. I love that. And yeah, that's one of the things I was kind of guilty of when I first started in practice is I was an athlete. I wanted to show people the most advanced moves. So I thought they'd already done everything before, you know, I didn't want to bore them with simple, you know, I was the same way. <laughs> rotation of you know you know of shoulder rehab you know i want to show them the advanced stuff the cool stuff and then i was like you know what a lot of these patients even though i think even if they were athletes we still need the foundations we still need the basics we still need the simple stretches they can't be neglected that's why they're in this place already because they neglected the simple stuff <laughs> stuff yet and so um i love that you're doing that and I, you know we come it down but it's really just a way to say it's a simple exercise that you can understand that you will apply if it's too advanced you don't know if you're doing it right. If you're cueing all these different, you know, bracing signals, it's going to be harder for you to do this for the long term. And that's consistency is key with our industry. It's hey, if you if you did mobility for ten minutes every day, you probably would have a very very little chance of low back pain or neck pain if you just did minutes a day. But so many people don't do it. Life gets in the way, um, and you're providing an inspiration every single day. You're uploading videos every day, right? How do you do that? Yes. So um, I've gotten to it. It was hard at first when I was working my full-time job now so but I've kind of figured out the the formula to how I work efficiently now um how I can like uh I've gotten much faster with making writing the lyrics recording it video and just it's kind of a routine now it's just you know it's just part of my routine and not much of a chore anymore but I I just felt like I I got like it's like there now I have the um love it already have it built in my my uh, my genes yes. now. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a routine guy. What's the, tell me about like a typical day in your uh, in your life. Typical. Okay. Day. Um. So, it, honestly, it's been like I'm gonna be absolutely honest. Leaving the company, I'm like, oh shoot, I don't have my normal eight to um, six schedule every day. I'm just used to that. It's it's just convenient. Like uh, for me, I was like, I had it set. I had my schedule. I have my patients, and then I know I get up and go work through the day and done. But now it's like. I got to either, I got to figure out how to manage my schedule again, uh, figure out how I feel it, where I work best. And um, it was a journey for me to adapt to that because you're like, well, I can, you know, being, a, you know, more of an influencer, I can be, you know, I can either sleep in <laughs> or stay up super late. And then me, it was just like for the past month or like a month after, it's like trying to figure that all out. And it was kind. Of, it was. It's tough. Um, to be honest, it, it isn't e easy making that transition. Uh, it does sound nice, but now you are out. Like I'm out there having to get my own work in a different sense. Um, I could easily, you know, um, start up somewhere, take my patients with me. But however, like I really do heavily believe in the content I put out. So I'm just trying to figure out how do I. Um, make this my like at least my um, either part-time living or on the end being able to do all the content i do full-time and just 
do that and stuff like that. So um, uh, I got a pl I got a planner. I wrote, you know, got my planner set. So um, that allows me to stay on track. So I've been a lot better with my routine. I've been able to get back into some things that I put off while being on a full-time job with TikTok and a lot of life stuff. Just I've been able to just reorganize myself in general and figure out, you know, you know, who I am, what I do, how do I take care of my future, my finances, so just a lot of stuff that has been in the back burner. That's really what this time has showed me. But now I'm getting on a routine and I'm really looking forward to it because this whole um, like passion of mine to show all this content to the world is kind of coming together. And it's, um, I'm really, 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 really excited because, you know, it's, uh, it's finally feeling like to me where it's coming to fruition. It's actually something that can be done. Yeah, Not just for me, but for anybody. Right. You're such an inspiration to so many chiropractors, physical therapists, just doctors in general. Um, but 2020 is a big year for you. I mean, you started in TikTok in April, and it's you know like eight months past uh, after that. So was this the goal? I mean, did you see that you were going to go off on your own? And were you scared about the finances? Um, how was that? thought process with you oh it was, it was very scary to me and that's what i now it was actually so whenever i started tiktok I, you know i i was like oh cool i got viral and um, i just went with it i didn't plan on it at all uh throughout the 2020 to ever you know take this uh, leap of faith shall i say and i was gonna say um yes i was just going through it making tiktoks over and over it's like this is great you know I'm bringing publicity to the company, a clinic, whatnot, and um, I love it. And, but um, it came to a point, you know, I where let's see, where I made that decision back in October. Let's see, so, it's talking about September, October. I was really talking about it with my family, my friends, and figuring out, hey, um, I really, uh, really think I can take. You know, I think it was really after that news feature, like I can really take this to the next level, and then. This is the one time where all my friends, family, all, I kind of received their blessing in that, um, and me leaving, you know, the company, like, all the blue, you know, because most of my parents are very traditional, like, you know, they would uh, rather me keep, you know, my normal routine, my normal nine to five. However, for, for you know, um, this little, should I say, leap of faith is definitely, uh, for a lot of people, much more uncomfortable, riskier uh, move. Financially, yes, it can be scary for me, but um, uh, I just know for me, there's just something that clicks. I'm a very, should I say, uh, uh, strong with my faith too. So going into this, I know that, yeah, I'm gonna have my ups and downs. Yeah, I'm gonna be worried about, about finances and stuff, but I know there'll always be someone, you know, always be provided for, always be blessed. And uh, if I continue to aim for it and continue to do what I love and uh, stick to my goals, my dreams and that, um, doing everything I will, you know, doing, I'll do whatever it takes to get what I need to, or sorry, you know what I mean, like, <laughs> do what it takes to uh, make sure I can support and continue to put it out because um, now it's kind of like up to me to, uh, to make, you know, a living. Right. But it always was to begin with, right? I and mean, when you're in practice for yourself, you still have yeah. In yourself you still have to have faith to get the patience but now that's awesome that your faith has led you to where you are lead with your passion to do uh -huh. on your own time um i love that i think that's inspiring a lot of people I'm not saying everyone to leave their day job um <laughs> yeah. yes it's yeah. possible but it says it does 
like it really takes the you know the right you know minds honestly big thing the right mindset going right awesome so next on the list is um during COVID, um, was your practice affected and did social media kind of help bridge that gap during that time? Getting, you said you get getting two to three patients a week, new patients anyways, and were patients ever driving in from other places that weren't in Houston to come see the legend, Dr. T? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I may have some people from different parts of, like, further out in Texas. I may have some people fly in. I'm trying to remember um, from, like, different states that were in town or, like, um, I think that happened, I'm trying to remember it. But, but COVID did drop my um, overall, um, you know, uh, patient load down for sure. I, as a company, I think, I think everyone took a hit, but definitely our clinic took a huge hit. Um, and we were, you know, trying to figure out ways to bring it back. That's bringing it through like other forms of services, telehealth, which has gotten super popular over into that kind of um, health, shall I say, industry. So that drop, uh, I would tell you the social media at that time helped some, but I think overall it was still, uh, to me, kind of slower than usual. Still slower. Yeah. Yeah, for the COVID, sure. The COVID helped expand your practice, right? Because without COVID, without the downtime, you probably wouldn't have been able to remix as, as many songs as you did do as many. No. I honestly think COVID was, um, to me, it was a blessing. I would never have thought of, like, that was that one time I was quarantined for two weeks where I decided to do the, I'm a Cairo. Um, yeah, so, so, so that's where, that's actually, so um, I, you know, wouldn't change anything with the role. And um, that's how I feel that COVID, uh, there was a lot of great things that came out of COVID for, um, I'd say all of us. Uh, it's it just how we kind of perceive it. It sounds bad at first, but um, I think we all t- took a hit business-wise, but in the end, like, you know, there will, I mean, it's all going to come back together. It's just, this was a good season for a lot of people to, you know, uh, reevaluate, you know? Yeah, reevaluate, think about what matters most, your health, uh-huh. our families, you know, get closer with the ones that we haven't connected with in a long time. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think for a lot of people, it's like, hey, our health is, uh, is paramount. If you have, if you're not, if you have pain, holding back from exercising and you're physically unfit and you're having, you know, metabolic syndrome or obesity, you're a bigger risk factor for COVID you know, more dangerous, more deadly to your health. And so that's mm-hmm. why you're promoting, hey, let's get those injuries fixed. Let's get you back here so you can do the things that you want to do. And yes. I love that. Um, Yeah, you're the reason I actually got on TikTok. I think I saw the uh, the Amakairo video or, my, your, or your back hurts. I think about this song all the time because it's stuck in my head. And um, I, got, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, right? Me and my wife kind of messed around and we did a few videos. I had like five followers. And like, you know what? No, I'll, I'll keep trying. Then I tried later. I had a video over magnesium that went, I guess, viral for me. And it was amazing. All the feedback I got, all the comments I got, I was like, man, I can't imagine what you feel like because you're getting this times like a hundred. So. <laughs> no, man. No, it's, it's honestly like whoever it is having that video is, it's a great, like having a viral video is such a good reassuring thing to you because it's like, okay, I'm doing something right, you know? And then if I can aim towards that, if that's my niche, you know, keep aiming for that. And, it's it's a constant journey for me too so uh, uh, to get that you know that feeling too you know like I, i'm i've gotten more attuned to it but it's still i'm still trying to figure out okay you know the niche what's going to perform well because i know i honestly know what's consistently going to perform well but i'm always trying to do you know 
newer songs. It's always, you know, as an artist, you always want to have, you know, the next hit single. So yeah, I, I love that. I love the way you, you think. Um, but just go back to the clinical side a little bit. I mean, I know in practice, I for upper neck, you know, cross syndromes, I had my my go to exercises. What were your go to exercises that you would typically if someone came in with low back pain, what exercises would you give them um, nine times out of 10? Oh, for sort of low back? Yep, just for an example, yeah. Okay, um, like, I guess we can kind of agree since we're in the same company, but um, there's a couple, like, there's like three main components if I were to prescribe exercises to um, a patient. Something regarding a, should I say, a self-massage tool, whether it's a lacrosse ball, foam roller, massage stick, they're gun, there's a bunch of other tools. Something to address that uh, when you can use those on your lower back and your hips, your, your butt muscles. And then the other component is having some form of uh, mobility, what we'll call, whether it's lower back stretches, hip stretches, like the one I'm showing you. Yep. Um, and then um, some form of, should I say, strengthening or you can call it physical therapy, but active uh, rehab for that muscle where I would use a, I have a, you know, I'll post every now and then on my page, something regarding lines of building your butt strength, um, regarding uh, building your core strength, whatever is needed for the person. So I don't know if I covered all of it, but like the, there's three main, and I always consider those for if I'm with a patient. Um, and, uh, but as you can tell from all my content, it's like heavily stretches, because I know it's whatever is like, I can feel like is like the most effective for the person at that moment. I know I can't, unfortunately, I can't fix issues with those videos. I know it helps a ton of people get out of pain, um, but I know um, in the long run for a lot of people, we'll need some form of making sure they can stay active, stay strong in their muscles, make sure they're, they're using their muscles properly. And that's the stuff that will help them. But um, I also kind of gamble, okay, I'll throw those in every now and then, but I know like for my, my page, it's like, what can they get, you know, quick relief from or some relief at the moment, you know, and, and just trying to do that in the meantime while they're going to seek their local chiropractor, physical therapist for yes. um, continued care. Because I do highly believe, um, and I tell everyone to still continue to go to that. Uh, my stretches are not, no means to um, completely solve their problem, but they're there, uh, they're there to hopefully give up, maintain their relief while they're in between appointments during COVID. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Just to do something. And I always go by that framework, you know, fast release, stretch that tissue, just uh, mobilize, then activate it, right? Kind of that three-pronged approach. Uh -huh. We were all taught um, at Arosti, and it worked. Especially when you're dealing with a acute or chronic injury, we got to get those tissues to adapt and mobilize. And then teach them that pattern we just, you know, lengthened, right? So keep that, keep that functional pattern going for long. And so I love that. So people are dealing with an active injury, you probably say, hey, do that, try it, but also, do you ever do telehealth? Could you ever like consult with a patient on their injury? Um, I haven't um, done that. Like I haven't set myself up for that yet. Um, it's uh, there's a couple other like legalities getting that ready. So I haven't thought about it yet. Um, what I will do is just make um, you know stretch programs. But but I do think like so that that's where like Rossi's amazing. They have to be, like one of the best telehealth services too. And they can have that. You know, um, and it's a very should I say. Already uh, in the already set in stone. Already have a system to it. They've kind of ironed out the kinks as much, you know, in the way ahead of it. So 
that's, I think telehealth is something that I may think about in the future if I were to, uh, but you know, I would probably lead them that way and uh, may just continue to try to, uh, with the, my YouTube videos, just have like the compilation that I have, I always try to at the end put some kind of active rehab exercise in there. Whether, and it's mostly some kind of like basic core exercise, some kind of glute bridge, maybe a clamshell and something, something that actively moves that area. Right. I think yeah. glute, glute weakness is so prevalent. <laughs> and I always say it's always in the glutes, right? If your ankles are hurting, it's maybe the glute. Just something to look at that hasn't been looked at before. Yeah. Of monster walks. I do, uh, yeah, glute side raises, glute bridges, clams, all of those. I try to do them every single day because I'm so injured myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can attest to that too, man. Yeah. But man, but man, if you did, uh, if you did telehealth, you'd be so busy. You'd probably have to get, you know, four or five associates under you just to help with your <laughs> Yes, I probably would. Um, and if I thought about that and it's like, you know, that would be awesome to have that. But, um, I'm trying to really figure out, Hey, where, how much can I, you know, do the content? How much can I do that? Where would I do telehealth if it's going to be my next uh, clinic where I'll be? Because it's it's because I want to do. There's so much I want to do, and um, right, trying to figure out what can I keep consistent right now. Sure. Because I would love to implement that, but at least I know. Now, do you do do, tel, do you mind me asking? Do you do telehealth as well? Um, I, a little bit, right? It's, I think it's. I haven't got the the system down. You know, it's, it's hard because we're you know we need to touch people sometimes and figure out exactly what's happening. In the box, yes. makes our job a little harder. I can do nutrition, you know, I can do nutrition, myself, um, but physical medicine is a little bit tougher, right? Because we're, we're still going to tell them those, that framework, stretch these areas. Does this hurt? Does that hurt? You can kind of do some orthopedics, but it's not as ideal as in person. So I'll usually say, hey, if there's a person in your area, go see them um, for this ailment. You know, we're just trying to help mitigate some of the symptoms. If it's a severe injury, it's going to be hard to tell. Is it torn? Is it not torn? You know, what grade is this injury? So, yes. I totally, I totally agree. So that, that's where it, it does get, um, you know, it's a separate, like it's a separation from who you are as a, cl a clinician. I think it's, it's a great tool for me, but like for me to how to like implement that whole system into my, my life right now um, would be current. Like uh, I'd be spreading myself thin at the moment. So it may even be the future. I don't know yet, but uh, I would love for people just to go to, since Arosti already has a system, uh, right, that people want to do it and then go go that route because they already sure. have it, you know, that foundation. Yeah, and you're gonna get you're gonna get results when you go to Rossi if you have soft tissue injury. It's yeah, it's a no brainer. So <laughs> let's, let's talk about some fun stuff, man. So what's your uh, what's your favorite song that you've remixed lately? Um, let's see. I liked. Um, let's see. What's the most recent favorite lately? Probably the. Man, I love all my songs. No, <laughs> I do too. Uh, I honestly liked the. Um, I'm really like laying it out. I'm trying not to compare to how well the song did versus how I liked it. You know, right, <laughs> right. Let's do. Uh, I'm at the same. My uh, the, the original song uh, I did for wrist for my wrist pain stretches. The I love that one. I love okay. It. Thank you so much. Like, it's like, it's not as like a, like, like a mainstream kind of beat. Like, it's not like a savage where it pops off. It's not like my WAP remix. 
those are all great ones uh, and tap in whatnot but it is one that i was like okay this is like it was more so for me like my next transition to being a you know musician because that's that's one of my other passions um so and having an original song what tells me that okay you know i can i would love to take it to the next step and have more original music on because that one's on spotify all the streaming platforms and having stuff there where people can just either bump it in their car or just they can listen to it but understand it to the point where they can just do the stretches to uh some of the audio it, but as long as i have the video too so that was really awesome for me because now i'm looking forward to doing more uh, original content more original music as opposed to remixing um songs i love that yeah your videos are so catchy uh, I just lost your your face there for a second. Can you see me? Oh, oh yes. Yeah, I think it's someone's trying to call. Okay, perfect. perfect. Oh, <laughs> you're so popular. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. where can where can people find your songs? Just on Spotify, if they want to go listen to you. Is it Doctor Remix on there as well? It is Doctor Remix on Spotify, Amazon, uh, iTunes, Apple Apple Music. There's only one song up right now. I'm gonna have one up in two weeks. Nice. Yeah. What is that? Uh, so is your, is it like your musical um, taste, is it rap? Is it rap? Um, rap is one of the, so I'm honestly open to all genres of music. I've been raised by a very, shall I say, uh, passionate, you know, musically inclined uh, side of my family too. So I've listened to classics, but genre wise, I'm open to, I've listened to all of it. I've given it a chance and I actually go through random phases. So. Um, rap tends to be my easiest one to remix. Yeah, the singing ones they do uh, they do take uh, you know I have to warm up my voice a little bit more and have to make sure I hit my nose because I'll be in the closet for like an hour trying to record these songs. So um, rap is the easy for me, but it's um, also you know um, it's fun. Those also are fun to me too because I'm like I like low key want to be a rapper as well. So I love that. I think it's basketball in us, right? I just grew up playing basketball, and I was, that's all I listened to was rap. And my wife's like, "You're from Texas, like, why do you?" I was like, "Look, that's just how I grew up." And I, and I no, we gotta do it. Then we gotta put a song together. I would love to, man. I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that this is, brings up a good point. What's your best song you've remixed? Maybe it didn't go viral like you wanted to, but what's the best song that you have done that didn't go viral, or as viral as you would want it to? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, hmm. Really good song. I, I wish you did. Yeah, like I think because um, I guess the idea of viral is different. So the wrist pain was one, but like as far as like the one I, I'm trying to think. The one that I, there's two songs that I feel like I enjoyed doing because they were like really fast raps, and that um, I like. I just felt like I felt like a boss. <laughs> That there's it's it wasn't really like a, a like a flop, but it was not as normally viral as like my other ones, like in the millions. Um, but it's it was one I did for knee pain, I think. Um, when I remixed Jack Harlow's uh, "What's Poppin'," you know that one, you know that song? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The remix, but the remix of the remix, like the remix version oh, of it. Oh, Jack This one's for the ones I needed. No, 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 no. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I, I know my part, it's like, back with a knee fix. This one's for the ones that need it. If you have knee pain, they need to see this, this massage while at home is convenient. Two fingers on the tendon underneath it, side to side. One minute should be needed, ooh. 
above maybe needed. Hands up for God. It was, like, <laughs> yeah. it was this one, right? It's like you're massaging the patella. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like tendon. A, it's just a self-massage for the patella, ten, uh, patella tendon. And uh, it was a very uh, simple, simple one that, you know, I didn't think about doing it, but it, it fit the song well. And it, like, it helped people relieve their, their, relieve their pain some. So I love that song. I love that. Uh, I love the song you did, Coming Out of the Car. That was your original song, right? Uh, oh, which one? This one where you have the car, you park it, you're coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rope real hard oh, and real that fast. Wasn't, that's not an original song. Oh, that's not? Um, okay. Yeah. Um, but um, it's funny you say that because a lot of people think that um, a lot of stuff I do is like, you know, my own song. Uh, but it, that was a 21 Savage song. There was an actual trend of a guy um, named Jake Coleman that would walk out of the car shirtless, which I wasn't going to do, and that song would play. <laughs> Um, I don't even know, it's, 20, it's a 21 Savage song, but I remixed it for my own just to do, because I, I, uh, I loved the song, I love the trend, and then I was like, how do I make it my own? I'm always trying to even spin off of whatever trend, like video trends going on. Yes, yeah, exactly. you keep up with all of that? It's just, just going, searching through TikTok, finding sounds that are trending, and... Yes, so I will go, um, I will actually, I mean, I'm... You know, whenever I'm doing my getting lost in TikTok time, that's actually where I study the most, where I'm trying to figure out, okay, what, you know, yeah, where do I figure out what video, videos are trending? But it, it takes, I mean, you can go to the Discover page and see all the trends there. However, um, it does take, you know, you kind of have to look into, uh, if for my niche, you know, yes, what's trending, what sounds have been used the time, like I said, what has, trending dance to it, but also what songs are, have lyrics that are, you know, you can make clear enough for people to understand, you know? Cause sometimes I'll do these like really fast rap songs and it doesn't do well most of the time, like sometimes when, you know, people don't really understand it, but I do it sure. anyway. But yeah. you look good doing it. And, and so you, <laughs> you can dance, Thanks, you, where'd you learn how to dance? Was it just practicing on TikTok or? Um, I, so I've always been in dance, let's say off and on for high, high school and college. So, and when I was in college, I hung out with a bunch of Asians, uh, Filipinos, uh, I was in, you know, a bunch of Asian organizations and all we like to do is like the choreography. So I did a bunch of, I say organized choreography with groups of the, um, you know, um, group classes after, you know, uh, after studies and stuff. And then that kind of, I mean, I wasn't an amazing dancer, but I've always been around dancers. And then I came to TikTok and luckily TikTok is not too challenging uh, for the, for the most part. There are some challenging dances, but it's something I could pick up quickly, just, you know, practicing over and over as, you know, so I'm used to doing stuff like that. Yeah. It, TikTok is so fun. That's, that's kind of what scared me off at the beginning. I was like, man, I cannot dance. I mean, if I do it, I'm just going to do it to be funny because people are going to make fun of me because I'm so, you know. It's okay. Because I started somewhere too. Shoot, like, um, there's so many people, like, if you see, like, there's so many people trying to dance on there too. Everyone's in, like, that same page. I was on the same page. Like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to dance. Like, like, do I have to dance in order to promote myself or, you know? So. Right. But, um, you know, you make it work, you know, I, um, I figure out what, you know, there's some dances I won't do because it's a little like complicated or too vulgar, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 
but um and you know enjoy it like you, you did one um the corvette corvette that was honestly you, you made it fun you incorporated it was that your uh son yes yeah, my son my COVID yeah. baby we had a march 23rd so oh, that's that's awesome well i didn't get to say congrats to you but oh congrats. thank you thank but you then, uh, um you got a future tiktok star right there that's right he loved it too he was smiling he had a blast so, <laughs> we, we had to do it you know three or four times to get it right make sure he was smiling and stuff yes. <laughs> hey smile on <laughs> right exactly um, and how do you collaborate with these other doctors and you know professionals in your areas people reaching out to you say hey i want to do a song with you how does that work oh so um certain i guess back in the um let's see excuse me um back uh, during covid i would uh, i had a group of other fellow chiropractors physical therapists where uh, we kind of just were supporting each other and I was like, let's, I got this cool, this idea to make duet kinds of collabs back in the day where I, I for my collabs, I wanted to see if I can uh, try doing, you know, doing a collaboration song um, where they would, I'd have them sing a part, I'll do a part and that, that tended to do pretty, pretty well. It wasn't like super viral, but those did well. And then, uh, you know, it would be, we had like a group chat where we would reach out to each other on. And that's where I'd say, I want to just try to collab as much of the health professionals as possible. And then uh, that was it. And then there, there's every now and then uh, some people will reach out to collab. And I've been doing like more. And then during that, time, like, I guess during the summertime, um, I was doing more collabs with other, like outside of health professionals doing more um, with other famous TikTokers yep. there. Just to, um, my own goal with that was to try to um, branch out of healthcare for a bit, to try to adapt to different audiences. And that's why I did that. And, um, sorry, I had a brain fart yet. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and, and that's where, so that was the next step in uh, collaboration. And then after I did some of those uh, collaborations with famous TikTokers, you know, uh, I'll do, I'll get, um, you know, Tons of messages people wanting to collab and i want to and i'm trying to figure out how, you know how to fit time for that because there's so many collabs i want to do but there's also i'm trying to find a balance of like what collab you know how many collabs i should do how many like solo videos i can do because i enjoy them both and trying to keep a routine of it you know so yeah it's somewhat consistent do you ever like record multiple videos the same day and then like batch them out so you can um, I tried that. It's hard for me to sit, sit in that one spot for, or do that for like a long period of time, honestly. That's what, so, um, I'll do every now and then I'll do a mass produced, like maybe two or only two or three. Um, I just can't do like a full, you know, six, seven days, of six, seven TikToks at once. My intent, like my energy or my attention span will just drop quite like, yeah. Uh, I'm with you 100, 110%. Yeah. And just talking about other platforms like Instagram, do you, uh, you do reels now too. So you're doing separate videos for TikTok or for Instagram? As um, well? I'm just putting all the TikTok videos on reels. Oh, okay. So you're just yeah, sure. video content to there. Yeah. Cause, cause the thing with Instagram, it's a whole nother crowd. Um, so if you remember, uh, or if I don't know if you knew, uh, TikTok was banned in India. Earlier um, this year, right? Yeah. So um, they didn't have a TikTok. So that's why I ported it over to Reels. And um, I have a huge, you know, following <laughs> from India. 
uh, that I'll follow on my reels on Instagram, you know, because they don't have that. But I want to leave, have, make sure, and plus the, the, the reels push it out to such a different variety because not everyone's on TikTok, you know? Right. And so yeah. when you record on TikTok, do you record from the app or do you record on first then upload to the app? Um, I record on the app. I record on the app mostly. Even. There are some that recorded off the app and edited depending on what my knees or because I was trying to see what quality, you know, what quality is better, but it's just much easier for me to stick to the app. As long as I can have good lighting in the area and make sure it's as clear as possible where people can see me do my exercise and we're good. Awesome. It seems like you recorded a lot of different locations. You find the locations you go to now off on your own. Uh, so so the, the most re recent location I have is in my apartment complex, the common area, which I'm at now. Uh, they're super awesome, super flexible, you know, and open to me using that. And, but I've been trying, you know, I've been doing it, my Roski clinic. They were awesome with letting me do that. That was one of the locations I was in. Because we had a big clinic, so we had different rooms. So I was trying different rooms. And, uh, excuse me. Um, I'm trying to think, is there any other locations? Then I was trying my apartment too. So I've, I've tried multiple things, honestly, because uh, I wanted to figure out what would work best lighting-wise. So I overcomplicated it, to be honest, and I decided to, hey, let's stick to, um, you know, uh, what I feel like is easiest for me to uh, minimize setup and use as minimal qu equipment and, and uh, be as efficient as possible, which is in this whole complex area, which they already have amazing lighting itself. And, it's a neat, clean backdrop that I can keep consistent on my page, and it'll, it'll, my page looks a little bit nicer when you come to it rather than multiple different types of rooms. Right. No, I love everything that you do. And so, um, could you give like a preview of like a song that you love and you can sing, you know, just from the heart? Because you sing good on your own. I was watching your live, and you just sing these so good. It's not. Auto team, Thanks, it's just you. Could you just think it's I'm a Cairo? <laughs> <laughs> which which body which body part? Uh, I'm gonna have a jack off I, I like the neck hurts. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, I like that one. It's so catchy. Okay. All right. <laughs> I will do this is uh this is a since you're in a Rastafarian, I'll do this. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> right. no. Um but no, okay. Alright, sorry, it's always weird for you to do it. Um okay. So so, <laughs> I'm just so used to just recording myself, but I'll do it live. So, so your back hurts. Sorry, same backwards. So your neck hurts, and then I'm, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a. Then I stand up. I'll just, yeah, I'll even stand up for you. So it's like, I'm a Cairo. I'll show you how to stretch it. Sit on and and bend it. Hold for 20 seconds. Then switch it. I'm Cairo. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> That's you, it. Man. That's it. You make it so easy. And it's a lot harder than that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I swear, I, I, I didn't get this, uh, you know, um, from, I wasn't born with this. You know, I just continue to do it. Yeah. Because with, with those things, I think um, the big thing is I know a lot of, um, uh, you know, Carlos like to do the songs. Um, it, to me, um, I would tell you, yes, using the sounds that I put out will help people get viral, but you also gotta, um, when you're doing these videos, it's like a music video. 
you want to uh, really engage the uh, the audience that's watching as much as possible. That's why I will um, pretend like I'm performing for these videos. Like, so you're like all that stuff. I want to make sure people like I'm performing just for them, you know, while they're watching it. So there's a lot of like really engage, like getting involved in the phone. It really helps a lot too. And that's where I think. Uh, to get, you know, continue, you know, if you, if you're going to do those types of trends on like, uh, for all my fellow Cairo fam, you know, make sure you, you put on the performance yourself too. You know, I, w I wish it was just like use my sound and automatically go viral or something like that. Right. Um, but yes, making sure you know how to, you know, um, you present yourself in a way that, you know, you want people to see you. Yeah, but if you're using your sounds, you got a good chance of going viral or getting a lot of engagement. <laughs> your yeah, sounds are so good. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very blessed to be able to have that, but be able to have something that um, all a bunch of other Cairo's were able to kind of congregate and kind of relate on too. I'm a Cairo, and it, it's awesome because I really want to create that community for the profession. You know, be able to make sure that uh, we all can, you know agree on something, work together and, and helping, um, you know, with the you know, same goals of getting people feeling better and getting back to doing what they love. I love it. You're making chiropractic, you know, rise to the top. I think our profession is, you know, on all the hashtags, I'm a Cairo, TikTok Cairo, all those different things. And I think you're like the, the mastermind behind all of it. So it's been awesome. I'm very fortunate. It's, it's a cool uh, thing to be, uh, uh, to be able to have, be able to do that for people to be uh, trend center, trend, trend center, influencer, right? So, um, yeah. and I know, I know time is limited. I know you have a lot, ton of, ton of stuff that you probably another video to do today. Uh, but if you had to just teach this, a stupid guy like me a dance or a video, what would be the framework? And I'll, if you teach me right here, I'll try to do it later on and I'll post. Oh it. man, you're supposed to do, oh man, you're supposed to do it live. All right, I'll teach you on here. So then you can go, you can go and practice it and I will see you are well in the next. Okay. Okay. So um, I, I'm going to go ahead and adjust this one. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> um, so, um, so you know what the woe is, right? No, you got to show me. Okay. Oh, so hit him gonna, like, yeah, I've heard the song, but I don't know. Okay. So, so you know what the woe is like? This thing, right? You seen that before? I've seen you do it several times. But. Okay, okay, okay. So the woe, there's there's different interpretations of the woe. The woe is like some form of like like kind of like a, a wow moment where you're like wow or like whoa like um, it's a um, um, definitely should I say in, yeah, yeah there you go we got it so it's definitely a very um, influential part of a lot of TikTok dances they um, and then it's adapted over the yeah, years. It's becoming, it's transformed in so many different ways, but I'll show you the one that I do the most. Oh, sorry, let's make sure I So, the woe, the woe I do in my I'm a Cairo videos is like this, uh, which, um, it, it looks, it looks simple, but it does, it does take a couple of, you know, uh, certain techniques or different, like, I guess, like, approaches at it to make sure, um, you know, I actually see a lot of, um, you know, other people do it and, and for the Cairo world, I, uh, I want to make sure we can own that because 
we like I do see a lot of woes that look like adjustments too. So like, um, <laughs> oh, so you get up to do it? Okay, yeah, there you go. So we'll start off. Um, are you right-handed or left-handed? Right-handed. Okay, so one thing. So with the I'm facing with my right hand, right arm forward, right like this. There you go. Perfect. You're already ahead of the game. No. <laughs> so, uh, and then the movement is there's two components. The first component is with the right arm where I'm pretending like I'm bring, grabbing something up here and bringing it down, like a tricep flex. Ah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like that. Um, so that's the first part of it, okay? Um, but, okay, so you got the tricep line. Okay, awesome. They're already halfway there. Yeah, so, but it's going to be like a full extension too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, uh, then the next thing is um, the with the left hand, it's like a what we call a good word. Where you're actually almost like you're pulling your like something over your shoulder, or you're um, pulling yeah, pulling something over your shoulder. Sounds like a good thing. Uh, where you pull it across like this. That's where that. So you'll bring your left arm up like that, and then pull it across your shoulder like that. And that's the other part of the motion there too. But making sure that you keep facing forward the whole time. You know, you're really new, so um, not like this. So um, those are the two main components. So right now, when you're gonna try and do it, you'll probably like, you know, like this. And that's probably where, yeah. Oh yeah, there I'm you so go. Awkward. I'm so awkward with it. No, you're good. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, it takes a lot to try, so that's what uh, so you're like. So as so let's walk in, let's put them together. So you're as you're pulling down, you're pulling your as you're pulling down, you're pulling your um, shoulder your shoulder over. It's like almost like you're taking that shoulder and you're pulling it across the camera. Yeah. But and then you can like there you go. You're getting there. Uh, you're getting, and then you try turning your body um, where or try to keep your shoulder more the the front, like on the kind of the forefront of it. There you yes. go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now try, now try to, so, so almost there. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a Cairo. No. Uh, where you still want to keep this here. So the big things, and I'm not the greatest teacher of the world, but the big thing is bringing it down and pulling it across, but ending in this position. Ah. Uh, so ending I gotta, in. I got to, I got to practice in the mirror. I'm on the spot. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. But as long as you keep practicing it, when I see your next TikTok, it's you nail that well, okay? Um, but it's yes. So you're pulling down and you're you're pulling down and you're pulling across all in one motion. Okay, that's the one. Um, and it's a very light motion too. You're it's like you're only moving like uh, like here. You're kind of like just pulling the air. Um, but um, the big thing with the woe is the woe uh, moment there when you hit it. The, how you respond to the woe. Some people uh, like to woe, like they like to shake, um, they like to bounce, or they like to, or like do a little pause like that, or, or like this. Um, and that's where, that's where it kind of makes it the woe, is how you um, finish the move. It's kind of like you're, when you're doing the woe, you're like receiving some kind of, I don't know, it's, I, I feel like I'm like receiving like a little shock. When you, when you get it, like, because a lot of people will be like, whoa, like, they'll, at the end, or like, whoa, or like, whoa, and, and that's, what, that's what makes it the well. The motion is, is 
this kind of format, but it's how you end it. It's really where um, people consider that the woe the most because there's so many different types of woes out there. Yeah, so, yeah that, that's it's amazing. Kind of that, it's that shock factor. But no, people um, like, you may actually make your own version of the woe, but just know like the ending of the woe is like where it's, um, should I say, accepted the most, where, yeah, where how people uh, finish the move. Like, Got it. I love yeah. it. You, you're so fluent with it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> hey, hey, it takes practice. I will tell I you, my my first woe, my first woe of like, uh, yeah. So, which very stiff. Nothing against it. It's just um, uh, if we want to be, you know, trendy. Uh, if we're if we're you know, because I am like twice the age of most two shockers. So if we want to be trendy. There, I think the woe was a cool thing to to master. I appreciate that, Doug. I'll practice. I'm always, I'm always the guy that my friends are like wanting me to dance at a wedding, especially if I've had a few drinks in me, because they want to see how ridiculous I will get. And, I'm, <laughs> and I'll do it too, and I'll dance, and I just have fun. But um, I'm not good. They talk her at heart. Right. So, so you're not old. How old are you, Doc? Thirty. Um, I am. Okay. Yes, I'm thirty. <laughs> uh, you're you're in your prime. You're in your prime. Yes. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that, that tutorial. I'm going to definitely practice and I'll post it. All right. Soon. When I, it. Yeah. It's going to take me a long time to get half as <laughs> to half as good as you are, but, um, we'll <laughs> but, um, this has been amazing. I love learning more about you, your background, your inspirations, how you, you know, deliver these awesome videos day in and day out. Um, where can people find you if they haven't found you already and what other platforms? Are you um, Okay, so um, my big thing, okay, um, at doctor.remix, so at dr.remix, um, that's on TikTok, that's where people can find me, and on Instagram, it's the same thing with the underscore at the end, which I unfortunately I couldn't find, or couldn't get that username, and um, that's it, so dark, so on Facebook, it should be under the same thing, Dr. Remix, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, I think on Twitter it's um, at Dr. Remix official because I didn't have that either. So I'm kind of playing around with that name too. Uh, so I don't have too many like, because I would like to have that, but, um, and, but not really all those underscores at the end. Right. It's a, it's a common name that I know that uh, it's probably already been taken. So I want to. Do you have a website? Do you have a website? I do. It's. um. Um, it's in, I'm actually up, updating it right now to upload <clears throat> some more content and um, the merch, but it's mostly a merch type of store. So Dr. Remix, it's drremixofficial.com. I think that's what it is right now until I, you know, revamp it regarding content, um, newsletter stuff, merch, all that stuff right now. It's still in the works, but I have the domain and I do need to spend more time trying to maximize that since I really spent a lot of my time on the content side. Right, man. Well, this is great talking with you. And it's, I just wanted to add one more thing. It's, it's so ironic that you created the no pain or gains uh, kind of name for yourself back then before you were with Rossi, because that's kind of like what we did, right? Yeah. And I, I don't know how many times I said that, right? It's, you know, this is a productive pain. It hurts so good all the, all the time. And so. Yes. You yeah, had that, that foresight, right? To, to <laughs> for that. So, 
but man, we got to do this again. Maybe we can do like a live session on, um, you know, on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or one of those platforms and just do maybe a quicker setting. You can go over some of your favorite stretches, exercises for people listening. They can yes, please. Let's do like more um, future segments on, on this, whether on different platforms, whatever you yes. feel comfortable. Just let me know like uh, when to do, because I would look forward to, I always love hopping on live calls and love chatting and whatnot. And of course, doing the woe. Teach me the woe, baby. I'm going to try it later, but Dr. Remix, Dr. Jordan Strada, thanks so much for coming on. Anyone listening, let us know your comments. Any questions you have for uh, Dr. Remix, we'll get back to you as soon as we can, and we will see you guys next time. Have a great Awesome. Day. Thank you so much, Doc. Looking forward to seeing you woe. <laughs> Sounds good. Happy New Year, Doc. Have a great day. Hey guys, Dr. Robert here. Hope you really enjoyed this episode with the TikTok legend, Dr. Jordan Estrada. And just to end on a high note, I want to just give you a few recordings of his songs. And if you, anyone who's listening here wants to learn more, find him on social media. He's on TikTok at Dr. Remix. He's on Instagram at Dr. Remix underscore Twitter, uh, Facebook, all of those handles and his website is the same. So let's start with this song. This is one of his trendier songs. This is for um, the prayer stretch. Okay, this is for a forearm um, radiculopathy type stretch. Here we go. Mm, you hate that your body always acts up. Hang go down for him and your hands numb. I bend arms and press down. I only go where I can handle on God. Mm, you hate that your body always acts up. You need a stretch for your neck too. Ooh. Can you place one arm high? One arm that goes behind. Turn head and pull real tight. You need a if your low back feels high, maybe you might need to need a chest. Come and try it. I'ma lay and lift my leg up toward hands behind it. Need to hold him while you can lift your leg up high. Can you feel your thigh stretch holds? Got the leg there, lay it slowly. Fifteen times till I have to switch legs. If your low back. Hope you enjoyed, guys. Check it out for more songs. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us.